Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. On today's Live Daily News, a high-speed crash in East San Angelo shut down the highway. A San Angelo man has been indicted for a north side shooting, and Shannon has a new cancer center opening. I'm Yantis Green, and this is Live. But before we get to the news, hunting season is here, and what better place to take your harvest than Sclenarix Smoked Meats over in Miles, Texas. Whether big game or small, Sclenarix does it all. Bring your work to the best smokehouse in the Concho Valley, located at 108 South Robinson in Miles, Texas, at Sclenarix Smoked Meats. Now on to the news. In breaking news, around 3 o'clock this afternoon, a white Nissan pickup was traveling westbound out of Wall, reportedly at about 112 miles per hour from Concho County. It's unclear whether it was a chase or not. Then a major crash was called at U.S. Highway 87 and U.S. 277, just inside the San Angelo city limits. One individual was trapped inside that white pickup, and the other was ejected from it. Stay tuned to San Angelo Live for an update on this story. We'll have more when we find out that. Into more crime news, a San Angelo man has been indicted for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon after he got into an argument and shot another guy several times at Nueva Vista Apartments back in August, as we reported first. 20-year-old Kaya Tyreek Paul Hill has been indicted by a Tom Green County grand jury, and according to court documents on April 28th, San Angelo police were dispatched to the North Lily Street apartment complex for that shooting. Police located the victim and learned that Paul Hill fled from the scene in a black Dodge Charger. Paul Hill was located and uh, during an interview allegedly admitted to the shooting. And uh, Paul Hill was arrested there and then released, but then it ended up back in jail being held on nearly a $1 million bond. And of course, you can read that first, that indictment first here on San Angelo Live. Also, the Shannon Cancer Center, costing just over $40 million, opened this week, and we have a first look inside the -the state-of-the-art facility. Positioned at the corner of East Beauregard Avenue Avenue and South Oaks, the new building significantly enhances Shannon's cancer treatment capabilities to serve patients across the region. In the last year alone, Shannon treated 8,500 unique cancer patients, accounting for over 47,000 patient encounters. That included 10,000 appointments for chemotherapy, infusion, or biotherapy, and 9,000 radiation therapy treatments. Annually, more than 1,100 cancer diagnoses are made within the Shannon service area. The center's administrator, uh, Raymond Rodriguez, anticipates the patient numbers will continue to rise, particularly from outlying counties south of San Angelo, which forms the core of Shannon's 25-county service area. There will not be a need to travel to metro area cancer treatment centers anymore, he said. On our website, we have an exclusive explanation of the treatments the center provides and what it means for medical care in the Concho Valley. See that story in the health section of sanangelolive.com. 
In weather, the weekend can you, continues to look just great. Right now it's 67 degrees outside. Tonight the low drops to 43. It can be a clear night. And then tomorrow it's going to warm up a bit. Highs around 73 with a low of a mild 52 degrees. Over the weekend, highs in the upper 70s, both Saturday and Sunday. May break in back into the 80s to 85 degrees on Monday. The nights will be partly cloudy over the weekend, and it looks like highs will hang around in the upper 80s. After that, there is, no, of course, no rain in the forecast over the weekend or for next week. Finally, Cover One analyst Ryan Chadwick made the arduous journey out to Wall, Texas, all seven miles of it, and spoke to Hawks head coach, a uh, Houston guy about their matchup with the Brady Bulldogs. But first, here's a message from the Bass Bunch. The 2023 Nissan Altima can accelerate your life with a thrilling performance, a style that is elevated, and all the technology you should ever need. Now is the time to get behind the wheel of a new Nissan Altima. And right now, you can get four grand off MSRP. At these savings, they won't last long. Don't wait. Come to Jim Bass Nissan, Houston Heart at Arden Road, or shop 24-7 at BassBunch.com. Hey everyone, Ryan Chuck made the trip out to Wall yesterday. Talked to Coach Guy about the Wall Hawks matchup with the Brady Bulldogs in their season finale. Let's take a look. All right, joining me now is head coach of the Wall Hawks, Houston Guy. Coach, uh, another big win last week. It was one of those where uh, it was the, pretty much the, the, the de facto district championship. Really thought early it was going to challenge y'all more, but you came out, you took care of business again, and really just played the Wallhawk football game. Tell me about it. You know, our kids played really, really crisp football, both sides of the ball. Uh, offensively, we probably looked as good as we have all year long. We, we blocked the perimeter really well. Uh, Gunner did a really good job of managing the game. You know, he, his, all his reads were really crisp and, and really spot on. Offensive line did a great job of moving the, their defensive line off the ball. Uh, and, and really, I thought they were going to, uh, I thought it'd be a, a lot more physical ball game. But our kids really stepped up and challenged, uh, and, and we challenged them, and, and they rose to the challenge, and, and we couldn't ask for anything more. Defensively, we flew to the football, put a lot of pressure on their quarterback, made him get out of his get out of his rhythm and got him off uh, uh, got him off his game pretty quick. And now, at this point in the season, that's kind of exactly what you want out of your ball club, to play the best football at that time, you know. Because um, we got one more matchup against Brady before the playoffs start. Right. And Brady's a football team that has really been up and down all year. I, I still can't put my, my, my finger on them, but they played y'all tough last year. Right. What do you expect out of the Bulldogs this week? I expect them to play tough again. You know, Everybody's kind of getting ready for the playoffs. So everybody's trying to get geared up for that first game and, and, and that in the playoff run so you want to look good coming into that so I think that uh, those coaches will be they'll have them prepared those guys will be coming in and, and they want to win they want to win coming into that uh, their last game of the district uh, and they want to win coming into uh, coming out of district and so I think that they'll be uh, locked in and dialed in I think it'll be a good game I think our kids will be the same way I expect our kids to be fully dialed in and uh, and know you know you know what's on the line and we would like to finish the district with a with an undefeated district record this year you know and that's one of those things I think our kids put a feather in their hat you know mm -hmm. when they, if they did that uh, coach on that offensive line uh, a couple weeks ago you know after that Mason game you, you made made some changes even before that uh, we were talking you're saying that some guys were getting fired some guys were getting rehired you know has that offensive line really uh, come together these last couple of weeks they, they really have you know and, and I've been really proud of because 
just over the way they work, the way they communicate up there. Uh, we had some injuries. You know, we lost a, a really good center in, in Boone Harris, and um, you know, bless his heart, he tore, he tore his knee up, and uh, he's going to be out for the season. And he, that was a big loss for us. And, and we were really questioning how we were going to, you know, uh, replace Boone and uh, Emmett Marlott. He came in and stepped in and, and took right over. And you know, we felt like you know we're. we're just as good as we were with Boone, and so I, I'm real proud of those guys. And, and so uh, we've suffered some some injuries that have really been a, a setback for us. But uh, the kids that we've had that are coming up, and taking their place, they just stepped right in, and it's kind of like the next man up mentality. And so uh, we've we've been very fortunate to have the depth that we have because of the amount of injuries that we've had. Uh, we've been very fortunate. All right, Coach, on the defensive side of the ball, and again, I'm not overlooking Brady here, but like as y'all approach this playoff run, we know what your linebackers and your defensive line can do up to this point, but uh, how, how does this secondary compare to last year's when you have potential matchups down the road that they're going to throw the ball over the place like Canadian? You know, it's, it's one of those things. They're the same cat, they're the same cats, you know, for the most part. We, we lost Brian Allen in, uh, in the Mason game. Uh, for the season and so uh, replacing him you know you don't replace a guy like Ron Allen you just hope we, hopefully we have a, a guy that we can fit uh, into his position and and we can play you know really well and, and we do we got some guys in the secondary that are playing really good but uh, you know for the most part it's really the same guys that were back there last year uh, so uh, yeah, there's a little bit more mature so we expect you know great things from them we expect to, to play you know a little bit better and we or a lot better in the secondary you know as, as we come into the playoffs and they have they They've really shined uh, as far as their secondary play goes. They, they're just, uh, you know, they still fly to the football and, and uh, you know, play like their hair's on fire. All right, Coach, we'll go ahead and tell everyone out there where, when and where this game's at. Uh, we're going to play it here at, uh, Friday night uh, at uh, Wysoon Stadium uh, at 7 o'clock. All right, and joining me again, this is Head Coach Houston Guy, Coach the Wallhawks, ahead of the matchup against the Brady Bulldogs. All right, and... For all news, all sports news related to Contra Valley, stay tuned to sandralive.com forward slash sports. Ew, that's so gross. Right now, get 15% off carpet cleaning from Carpet Tech. Hello and welcome back to the show. I'm Joe Hyde and joining me today is Helen Wildey from the Concho Pearl Lions Club. Yes. And uh, she's uh, dressed in her uniform. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the Lions Club, for years, it's like a tradition, has held this pancake breakfast. Right. Uh, before or during uh, Christmas at Old Fort Concho, which is a big celebration at Fort Concho. In fact, you talked to Bob Luthart. Yes. The Christmas at Fort, <laughs> Old Fort Concho almost makes its entire budget for the year. That's true. And so if he doesn't, if he doesn't do well with his pancake breakfast, he's going to get mad at me. <laughs> that would not be nice. <laughs> so uh, you do it's in, at, the, at the stables. Correct? Yes. It's... So how do you? How many pancakes do y'all make, and how do you do them? How, how have you learned to do them so efficiently? I remember one time they were served outside. Oh, in April we serve them outside. I see. Yes, okay. but in, in December it's in the stables, and since it started, they've added the heat and all to the stables, so it's much more comfortable in December than it used to be. Right, the stables used to not have an HVAC system. Right, and those metal chairs got a little chilly. Right. <laughs> so how many pancakes does the Lions Club cook, and when do you have to start? How, just kind of give me an idea what you have to do to prepare this. 
Well, IHOP is very generous, and they furnish the pancake batter for oh, us. Wow, so it's so it's kind of like uh, IHOP pancakes. Yeah, it is. It's exactly what so it do you, is. Do you get the blueberries in them and stuff? No, it's just plain ones. Just but the they're still yeah, but yeah. they're still good. Uh -huh. So we take them the buckets and we pick them up early Saturday morning. And, and they, this is the batter. Yes. Mm -hmm. So the IHOP is making <clears throat> the batter overnight. Right. Okay. And then we. Take it over to the fort. We have our grills that we have uh, are behind, set up behind the fort. And, and so these grills are like outdoor things. They right, like yeah. Flame, open flame underneath. Yes, uh -huh, with, from butane tanks, yeah. Right. So they cook the pancakes and the sausage out back behind the stables building. Mm -hmm. And we will have uh, pancakes to feed 1,500 people and at least two a person. And how much, how much does it cost per person to get it? To show up there and get your two pancake and a piece of sausage. Sausage, uh, two pieces of sausage, and then uh, you can have a drink, either coffee, orange juice, or water. Okay. And that's all uh, for $8. That's a pretty good deal. That, that is a good deal. Right. Kids four and under eat for free. Okay. If you pay $12, that also gets you into the festivities at the fort. Okay, so the, so the festivities at the fort, that's where you have all the reenactments and the Tours of the various buildings. Right, and, and lots of vendors. And, and the cannons. Yes. The cannons. <laughs> to scare you. So if you don't know anything about this, the Fort Concho has a bunch of cannons they bring out. And these are actually people that care for these cannons. Right. These, they're like little cannon crews. <laughs> right. And they're, they're, it's like, they're like clubs, right? I think so, yeah. yeah it's pretty cool. Um, so how long have you been doing Pancake uh, over 20 years. You've been doing this for 20 years? <coughs> mm -hmm. So are you the main cook? I don't cook at all. You don't? <laughs> no, they don't let me cook. So there's a bunch of dudes back there? Is oh, there's some gals back there, is too. There? Mm -hmm. So is there, are there any dangers to get to cooking that many pancakes? I mean, you're looking at 3,000 pancakes. We did have somebody that got too close to a grill and had on their vest like this, and it kind of melted. They still wear it? Mm -hmm. uh, surely not. <laughs> <laughs> You know what melted plastic looks like. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Um, tell me more about the Concho Pearl um, uh, Lions Club. Where do you meet? Um, uh, what do you? What, what's your primary focus and goals of the club? Okay, uh, Concho Pearls is one of eight Lions Clubs in okay. San Angelo. Uh, the Pancake Breakfast is all eight clubs coming together to pull that off. But the Concho Pearls, uh, we meet the second and fourth Mondays of the month at 6.30 in the evening. And we meet at the Eyeglass Recycling Center that's at 27 West Concho. So down there by kind of by the courthouse? Kind of not. Oh, well, actually, I'm thinking the wrong, thinking the wrong street. <laughs> yeah, you are. A couple streets over from the courthouse. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't want to say any businesses around there. That might not be fair. Uh, <laughs> You can. It's okay. <laughs> We're right down the street from Angry Cactus, across from Firestone, okay. and just down from the right. ice cream place. Yeah. So. Yeah, the ice cream place—it's always closed. It seems. I mean, I want some ice cream, and I go there, and it's always closed. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I, my my ticker is off. You just know. wanted it crazy hours, <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> crazy hours. Yeah. Yeah. The main focus of lines is uh, eyesight. Okay. Uh, we were given a challenge by. Helen Keller to be Nights for the Blind. And so that's one of our main focuses. And at the Eyeglass Recycling Center, we collect used eyeglasses. And our line, Sandra Freeman, that's a member of my club, she runs the Eyeglass Center and she sorts them out, they clean them. And then we have people that come in in need of eyeglasses. And mm -hmm. if they need to go and have an exam, she gets that set up for them. 
And if we can match their prescription with something she has there. On the shelf. On the shelf, yeah. She has thousands and thousands of glasses. Mm -hmm. Then we could give that to them. If not, then we try to get them. Uh, are, are the eyeglasses distributed on a, on a, on a, a per need, like a need basis? Do you, have, do you have any kind of income requirements or anything? No. So you, you, anyone can just walk in there right. and get. And even sometimes if you break your glasses, she can fix them. Really? You know, yeah, unless it's something really crazy you did. <laughs> well, one of the things that vision insurance, you know, health insurance is a, is a tough thing in our, in our country right. right now. And a lot of times health insurance doesn't include vision. Exactly. And, and most of the time it doesn't include dental. Right. right? Mm -hmm. And so uh, these are problems that even middle class people have trouble paying for. Right. So You're right. And, and if you can't see... You can't do things. That's rough, yeah. I mean, you can't be productive. You can't read. Maybe you can't see, you know, traffic. I yeah, you better not drive. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. And she also does, uh, she has a team that goes out to schools and daycares and does vision screenings in the schools. Now, I remember, in, and I'm a Rotarian. Okay. So our big thing was polio. Eradicating oh, uh -huh. polio from, from the world. And, um, and I think we got it down to like two people left with polio and then it resurged again. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things that, that probably will never go away. Um, although the, you talk to Rotarians, they say, yeah, it's, it, we're eradicating it pretty quickly. And, but but the, the, uh, I remember the Lions Club would have these big vans that would travel mm -hmm. and you could go in there and get your eyes checked. Right. We don't have the vans. Uh, it's more modern than that now. It's just a little camera. And she'll look at them, and you get the kids to look at the camera, uh -huh. and she snaps the picture, and it can tell whether they need to be referred to an eye doctor. Do you have eye doctors who volunteer to help? Uh, we I don't believe we have any right now. We At one time, we had an eye clinic in Acuna, mm -hmm. and uh, there would be eye doctors that would volunteer and go down there and run clinics and do cataract surgeries and such, but mm -hmm. that's had to close. So there's an opportunity here for, for maybe an eye doctor to join, join up sure. with the Concho Pearl Lions yeah. Club. Yeah, or any Lions Club, yeah. The Lions Club get together with, with seven, seven clubs, you eight. said? Eight. Eight clubs. Y'all get together on a lot of joint venture fundraisers. Mm -hmm. What is the primary venture for the Contra Pearl Lions Club? We have a group that volunteers every week at Meals for the Elderly. Really? Yes. And and, and Meals for the Elderly, if y'all don't know, if, if you, like my dad was on Meals for the Elderly because mm -hmm. um, I wasn't able to be in Houston with him, so we signed right. him up for that. So we have someone go knock on the door once a day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's what I wanted for this. Right, a kid. yeah. So that's a that's a very and also it keeps those keeps elderly people in their own home as opposed to spending all kinds of Medicaid dollars putting them in true you know in, mm -hmm. into extended care yeah. facilities. So that's a very worthwhile, um, I guess, nonprofit. Yes, it is. Anyway, so the Lions Club combined eight Lions Clubs are going to cook three thousand pancakes, mm -hmm. and you you can the uh, doors open at seven thirty, and this is on December second, mm -hmm. and that's a Saturday. Yes. It's right in the middle of the uh, Christmas at Old Fort Concho, which is a tradition here in San Angelo. You don't want to miss it. No. Um, and then you're going to sell the pancakes until you're out. Right. You're not going to go back to IHOP and say, can we have one more thing of batter? No. No? I mean, I just would love to sell out. That would be wonderful. <laughs> what time do you all usually sell out, about 9.30 or 10? Uh, we haven't sold out in a while. 
Really? Mm -hmm. Well, this time we're going to sell out. So we're all going to go out and get some pancakes Good. On, on, on the first Saturday in December. Right. And you can get tickets from any lion, and they also have them available at the Fort office. Okay. Is there any online way to get the tickets? No. No? no? Okay. So you got to find a lion. They wear the, the little vests. Yep. And then, uh, or you can go yep. to the Fort. Mm -hmm. And we have them for sale the day of. Okay. And it's the same price pre-sale versus on right. day of? Okay. Yes. Good. Good. And we also at eight thirty, Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus will be coming in. That's right. So if you have kids, you definitely need to come eat some pancakes. Right. Because Santa Claus is going to be there. Mm -hmm. And if kids don't show up, they may not get toys. That's right. right. Yeah, you got to put your list in. Yeah, you do have to put the list in, and it's real Santa Claus too. He is. He's a real Santa Claus. Yeah. Is, is he really a lion? Heck yeah. Which one? I'll tell you that later. Okay. Anyway, this <laughs> Helen Weldy with the. Uh, Concho Pearl Lions Club, representing all eight Lions Clubs here in San Angelo, who are going to be cooking lots of pancakes. On and sausage. And sausage. On the 2nd of December, that's the first Saturday in December, at uh, Fort Concho Stables as part of Christmas at Old Fort Concho. Did I get it all? You got it. All right. Well, now back to you guys right. in the studio. Thank you. When it comes to unique pieces you can't find anywhere else, Kano's Diamonds and Coins is your one-stop shop. With over 24 years in the diamond and coin industry, Kano's Diamonds and Coins is West Texas's choice for diamonds, jewelry, coins, silver, and gold. Owner Bill Kano stands by his work and offers free consultations, including estate jewelry. Don't just trust anyone with your valuables. Come see the staff at Kano's at 1016 West Beauregard in San Angelo. And that's it for news, weather, and sports today. Be sure and tune in tomorrow for Cover One and all the Friday night football coverage for the team here at San Angelo Live. I'm Yantis Green. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.